0: Perhaps um we, you can elaborate more about what um this principle actually is and what it means when um philosophers are talking about this principle of sufficient reason.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So when I think of the principle of sufficient reason, Josh, what I'm thinking is that like every contingent fact has an explanation for its existence. So when we're looking at things like um this of like glass of water or um shirts or like us or whatever,, um, if we can think that there's things that are contingent. So whatever your definition is, like, for example, I'll say a contingent thing is something that's, like, dependent um, or something that could have failed to exist. Just two different options there. I'm going to say all those things have some sort of explanation for their existence. So if there's something that could have been different, um, there's an explanation for why it exists. If we look at, like, the possibility of, like, me not existing, well, there's an explanation for why I exist. If looking at the explanation of, like, um why Christian Pulisic is stuck at Chelsea. Um, there's an explanation <laughs> of, like, the coaches suck there, and that's why I don't like Chelsea anymore. Um, like, we get, like we can have, like, when we look at contingent facts, like, there is explanations for, like, w- w- why they exist.
0: Um, and that's generally the principle of sufficient reason is just, like, looking for an explanation of something. Now, now some people seem to like traditionally of course people seem to have um when they're approached for the kalam cosmological argument or a contingency argument perhaps more so the kalam i've noticed that in the past they've, they've been more focusing on perhaps the idea that the past could be infinite and that would in some ways defeat the kalam cosmological argument but how however recently there seems to be more literature kind of trying to object to the first premise of the pr- principle of sufficient reason. And of course, it all kind of traditionally, it was kind of Hume, which was seen to kind of argue against the principle of causation to some degree and uh, argue for some sense of constant conjunction instead. So how how would you kind of describe the potential objections that people may have to the principle of, um, cause, of causation or principle of sufficient reason when people are using the cosmological arguments? What are some things that could commonly be heard?
1: Like common things I've heard an objection to it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, people have to different things like, um, especially like science, like looking at things like mm-hmm. radioactive decay or quantum indeterminacy and saying like, hey, there's indeterministic things that happen in science. How does that fit with like the, like a principle of sufficient reason? That's probably the biggest thing I've heard is like looking at these kind of events Um there's some people who want to say that, like, if everything has an explanation, then everything's going to be necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the inverse, which is going to lead to, like, some sort of, like, modal collapse where there, it, there are no contingent facts because everything couldn't have been otherwise than the way it is. Like, it just all had to be this way because everything has an explanation for its existence. Mm-hmm. Um, those are two of the bigger ones. I mean, you could also, do, like, conceivability. Like, it's just possible. Like, you know, like, the universe just began to exist. There's no reason for it. Like, that's that. Close up shop. Um, so those are some of the bigger things I've heard. So.
0: Mm -hmm. how would someone perhaps go around arguing against people who doubt the principle of sufficient reason What are some responses that could be made?
1: Yeah. So I think the the best thing to do is kind of look at some explanations or for like why I think the PSR is true or the principle of sufficient reason. So I think there's three really good ones. There's probably more. Um, One is that it's just like intuitively obvious. Like we just like in our everyday experience, we just look for explanations. Like it's not like if there's a crime where we're just like, Oh, things just happened. Mm-hmm. um like we look for explanation um if you get slapped in the face you're like oh shoot like you look around and suddenly you're like "Who slapped me in the face or like what hit me in the face you're not like oh sometimes just things just happen with no reason whatsoever mm-hmm. it's very intuitive that like things have explanations i also think that like this is kind of like a foundational part of modern science um mm-hmm. like we look for explanations for things we don't just like say like hey uh dark matter exists that's it whatever we're like why is it why is it here what does it do things like this we look for explanations um and like things having explanations seem to be like fundamental to like modern science Mm -hmm. and then finally i'm gonna say like there's no known violations to the principle of sufficient reason Mm -hmm. um so like all that quantum stuff you might want to bring up well i'm gonna say that doesn't actually like violate the principle of sufficient reason um and since everything that we've encountered has an explanation for its existence there's really good reason to think that like the psr is true in fact So those are a few things I would do is try to raise some of the reasons for um, Mm -hmm. to kind of push it.